Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Tailored Life Podcast. I hope you're having a amazing, beautiful, fantastic day today. It is evening again. It's nine o'clock when I'm recording this episode, and I have literally done absolutely nothing today. Yesterday, I went and got some really intense life-changing, I'm going to say life-changing body work done. And today I just have absolutely zero energy to do anything at all. And it kind of inspired this podcast actually, because I wanted to share a little bit about how this in the past would make me feel so guilty for not being productive and not doing things like not working on my business or not going to the gym or not cleaning my house or not creating content or not checking in on my clients and working on all my projects and doing all these things that I essentially could, should be doing, but rather really honoring myself and my energy and my capacity at that point in time. And one of the things that I've really been working on in my own personal process is honoring myself and my energetic availability at that moment in time because when I one thing that I want to preface for you guys for whatever stage or phase you're at in your business whether you haven't started it whether you are just at the beginning or whether you are like a couple years in and you're already at this point of like ready to scale it to the next level I want to share the nuggets of wisdom and the personal experiences I've had. And I know some of you who listen to the podcast don't have a business. And so you can take these same concepts and essentially apply them to the way that you're just working within the world and navigating yourself in relation to goals and achievements and creating and just aiming for a bigger life than what you're currently experiencing. And so When I initially started my coaching business, I was working a full-time job. And so I would work my coaching business on the side whenever I wasn't working. So I would spend anywhere between like 12 to 16 hours a day intensely working and thinking about all of these things that I had to do and projects and creating content and creating offers and how I'm going to sell my offers and how to connect new clients and how I'm going to make money and how I'm going to pay my bills and how I'm going to enroll this person and how I'm going to like, what am I going to do and what's my life going to look like? And essentially very mind oriented work that also came with external actions of creating content, selling, having sales calls, having conversations with people, and also managing life and doing the things that existed outside of my baby business. And so at that point in time, I was in a very externally and internally focused time. I was very driven and very motivated. So I had what I would call like the internal fire and sacred hustle that was driving me forward and that energy is so potent and powerful because it's so passionate and that's the energy that creates quantum leaps and it can create so much magic in such a short period of time because you're driven by creativity and this force that's bigger than just your human self 
So there's so much power and momentum behind the things that I was creating and the things that I was building while also facing the very human parts of myself, like my ego and imposter syndrome and self-doubt and worry and actual practical things in life around like relationships and a job and finances. And so in the world of navigating all the different nuances of business and life and self and integrating them all together, I remember getting to a point where I felt like I just had to let something go because it was too much for me to handle. And I was at a point of really navigating my decisions based on what the life I was that I wanted for myself. And there was a moment in time where I just knew, I knew that I was going to make my business work no matter what. And I was unavailable for anything less than success. And I was working with a coach at the time. I was working with two coaches at the time, one being a life coach and one being a business coach. And they both reflected back to me this reality of possibility and amazingness and confidence and like what could be for me. And I remember looking at them thinking, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. They can do it. I can do it too. And so I quit my job and I quit it with this sense of belief that I was going to make it work no matter what. But what this did for me is it put me into a very dysregulated nervous system because there was no income coming in. There was no sense of stability. And I also had just ended a four year relationship and moved out on my own and started a business and quit my job. And so there was a lot of really, um, big trauma that all happened at once. And so whenever this happens, I want you to imagine your nervous system as an elastic band and how it has the capacity to stretch and then it'll come back. And so this is our nervous system is very flexible, but sometimes when something really traumatic happens, it'll actually cause ruptures and little fractures in the band. And if too much of that trauma happens, like trauma is too much, too fast, too soon when you didn't have a choice. And so it's those things that you're essentially like forced or pressured into that feel overwhelming for you to handle all at once. And if that happens, there's tears that happen. So in the elastic band, when you when you stretch it and you try to stretch it into these bigger levels, those micro tears can actually become bigger and bigger and bigger. And so when you do go through a trauma and you're trying to stretch your capacity and you're like, I want to go for this bigger thing, like I want to do this thing. But then you start to feel triggered and you feel unsafe and you feel insecure and you feel all of these things. It's because you still need to honor the space and the healing of your nervous system, because if you do stretch it too fast, you're actually going to cause bigger tears. So the beautiful thing is that we do have the ability to heal our nervous system even after a really big, really intense trauma. But what it requires is a whole new level of self-compassion. And so I wanted to create this episode because what happened to me at the very beginning of me quitting my business was very much an intense trauma. And 
I spent the whole next year after that integrating a lot of those experiences. Um, I did my breathwork facilitator training. I worked with a somatics coach. I worked with different business coaches and really had this sense of ease that came afterwards. So I was able to significantly expand my nervous system and heal a lot of those ruptures and fractures that had happened the years prior, not only in the first year of my business, but also like years prior to that. And so then I felt like I was in a very stable, secure, grounded space. And then more trauma happened. And the way that I've recognized um, in my life is that the trauma happens, there's, there's big T trauma and then there's little t trauma. So big T trauma is the big stuff that happens. This is things like um, a diagnosis that changes your life. This is things like death or loss or breakups or divorces or moving or anything that's like a really intense traumatic experience that you would define as trauma. But then there's also little t trauma, which is also something like acute trauma. So this would be little things that happen consistently over time. And this could be maybe a bunch of people saying no to working with you, or this could be a narcissistic relationship, or this could be something like a, uh, like not feeling really seen and accepted at your job and it's triggering something really deep from your in, your childhood. So little t trauma is significant because it has these like consistent effects on your nervous system that do cause triggers and they can create. So a trigger is essentially a reminder of the trauma that had previously existed. So this could be something like, for example, if at one point in time you broke a bone or you had a really significant physical injury and any time that you are going towards maybe doing a certain movement, your brain is going to be like, ooh, that hurts or ooh, that could cause pain or ooh, this could happen. And so the trigger is essentially either something coming externally or you taking an action in a certain way that triggers that same feeling of fear of that pain happening again. And so triggers are either they're going to prevent you from going towards that direction because you want to avoid pain. Your ego is protecting you from the pain or you can work with the trigger and slowly start to heal it again and create safety with that trigger so that you can have more capacity in your nervous system and your ability to move through these challenging situations. And so 2019 was a very uh, intense and chaotic situation in my life. I moved five times. I had just quit my job. I went through a really big um, breakup and transition and my business was just, like, just taking off. And so there was a lot of dysregulation that had taken place in my nervous system. And so what my heart and my intuition and my body really needed was the sense of safety. And so in 2020 is when I made the intentional choice to move into my own space. And I started to slowly do these things that really allowed for this sense of reintegration. And I got to a place of expanding my capacity quite significantly and healing a lot of the trauma by working with different coaches and learning new modalities and being in a really beautiful situation that allowed me the space to feel like I had 
um, that I could heal. And within that, my business also grew with me because my nervous system and my energetic capacity had the space to hold for it. So my business actually tripled in income and my business created $100,000 that year. And it was a beautiful celebration. And I felt really, really good and really empowered in my choices. And just like everything was going amazing and I feel stable and I feel strong and I feel grounded and I feel incredible and I just wanna go bigger from here. And I wanna triple my income again and I wanna go to these bigger levels. And then another trauma happened. So my partner at the time, I found out he was cheating on me and we had a really intense breakup and I moved to another country and then I found out my stuff wouldn't get over and someone in my family passed away and I ended up losing a bunch of clients and it was, again, a lot of really intense trauma, very unexpectedly and very uh, all together, all consistently. So it was a lot of big T trauma that again, really stretched my nervous system and really stretched me into this whole new level that my elastic band shrunk. I went back to this very contracted state. Like I didn't have any ability or capacity to hold anything because I was barely holding myself together. And so because of this, I was in a very um, reactive and fear-based state because my nervous system had just gone through very significant pain and my ego went on like hyper alert and my ability to be able to show up and create content and to serve my clients and to scale my business in the ways that I actually wanted. And with this came a lot of self judgment and criticism and imposter syndrome and self doubt and worry and I got into a very, very uh, internal space where I knew my abilities and I knew that I had this capacity to go bigger and that like my potential is unlimited and I've done this before so I can do it again. However, my nervous system and my body was completely fighting against me. So no matter how much action I took, no matter how much strategies I implemented, no matter how much mindset work I did, I still didn't have the capacity to be able to hold more. So what I had to do was, this is one of the main reasons why I ended up moving to Costa Rica actually, is because intuitively I knew that where I was was not helping me heal. It was not contributing to my growth. It was actually hurting me a lot more and I needed to get away. And it's because I wasn't actually working with the tools that I had in a very consistent manner in order to support myself. And I was, it's like I was journaling and I was doing breath work and I was like getting massages and I was doing all these things, but internally there was so much space that my body needed in order to integrate a lot of the stuff that had happened. And so while I was in San Diego, I was getting a lot of support and work done. Um, I was getting coached, I was getting body work done, and I was working on myself, but I still wasn't feeling like I was the one in control. And a huge contributing factor of this was me not having um, a home. And so when I decided, I've gotta go to Costa Rica, I have to move to Costa Rica, there's just something inside of me that's telling me I have to fucking go. I listened to it and that decision within itself, it made no fucking logical sense. It's like, woman, you've never been to Costa Rica before. You do not know Spanish. What are you going to do? You're just going to Airbnb hop for who knows how long? Yes, 
Yes, I am. I don't know why, but I need to go. I just have to do it. <laughs> and so I was in a relationship at the time and I woke up one day after like weeks of contemplating this and I was like, I am going to Costa Rica. I have to go. And there was this willingness of walking away from the relationship and just being like, I have to honor myself. I have to really honor my intuition because she's screaming at me right now. She's saying, you have to go. You have to go. And it wasn't coming from a place of fear. It was coming from a place of, I just know. And so I spent the next month preparing myself to move. And I, as soon as I got to Costa Rica, I ended up going there solo for the first week. As soon as I landed, there was this sense of peace and choice and I chose this and I'm deciding to do this for me and even though I don't know how it's going to work I just know it's going to work and I'm willing to do whatever it takes but this is like the most self-honoring decision that I can make right now is this and so by me choosing that and following my intuition and being in a space that felt safe for me immediately my guard came down and my heart started to open up and my nervous system started to calm down. And I took a lot of time to really like be with myself. However, I was in a relationship that ended up becoming a little bit more triggering because there was still a lot of stuff that I was processing through and that he was processing through. So ultimately we did make the decision to go our separate ways and to bring our relationship to completion. And it was a mutual decision. And I, I believe I made a podcast about this um, a few months back, but um, it was a really beautiful ending to our relationship, which opened me up to really being with myself and initially going into that experience of being in a new country on my own after a breakup brought up all of these fears of if I break up with this man and I don't have this masculine energy in my life, everything's going to fall apart. And in this moment, I recognize how deeply this subconscious belief was that when a man leaves, everything ends. I'm unstable. I am unsafe. And I am, I have nothing. And this belief was so deeply embedded, went all the way back to my dad going to prison and the unfoldings of that, like the big trauma leading to no financial security, not feeling stable, a lot of emotions, a lot of intense anxiety, like all of these bad things happening was a manifestation of my subconscious belief. And so what I came to realize in this is that there is an there's a trapped emotion that exists within your body that will continue to manifest in your life until you really heal the trauma of the, you heal the original trauma and work with your nervous system to heal it so that you can expand into the version of you that you want to be. And so that happened. And afterwards, boom, things started to expand, expand, expand. And then my ex-partner, the one who originally cheated on me and uh, kind of left my life, came back into my life and we reconnected and opened ourselves up to the idea of building a friendship with each other, which after a few weeks of conversations and just like, you know, building this like friendship, I proposed the idea to him to tell his girlfriend, which is the one that um, he was in the other relationship with and like her and I, neither of us knew about each other originally. It was two completely separate relationships and 
when she found out about me, it was like we figured out that he started seeing us both at the same time. And um, anyways, I blocked him out, but they chose to stay together. And so I brought it up to him and I was like, hey, you, what do you think of telling her? Like, I, I don't feel good about this. This doesn't feel very good to me to have this secret friendship with you. And he was opposed to the idea and was like, I kind of want to have, I don't want to tell her because she's still triggered by the thought of you. And so originally it was like, ah, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be this out of integrity version of myself. So I need to establish a boundary. And I did. However, something inside of me was like, nope, can't let this guy go. Can't let this guy go. And I think it was the little girl inside of me that felt that she needed a man in order to feel secure, safe, and worthy. So I welcomed him back into my life, which inevitably led us into falling in love with each other all over again. And I went down a path for about a month of building a relationship with him, leading up to the point where he was almost convinced that he was going to either leave her for me or was just in a very confused place and it was a really challenging situation to find myself in because um because I felt as if I was truly in love with him and he was the person that I imagined my life with and so it got to the point where we were starting to become more and more connected with each other and I had attached myself so much to this vision and this relationship and what I thought it could be, but there was a very deep part of me that couldn't live in secrecy. So I ended up telling her and this caused a really intense trauma. Haha, ha, here we are again with the trauma and the fucking relationship with men and losing a man. So they ended up both blocking me and um, I found myself again Ooh, losing someone I really love and care about and going through these really deep, really deep, deep, deeply embodied emotions that I don't know if I can fucking process through because they hurt so bad and they're so big and they're so intense and they're so old. And yet I know that I need to. And so I'm so grateful because at the time, um, right before him and I reconnected, I got into a soma sensual somatic certification. So I was going through a lot of deep body work, guiding myself, being in a container of women, being held, being supported, and then also going through a, another sexual group coaching course. So there was a lot of stuff that was being surfaced and released in that. So I was held in these two really beautiful containers. And I also created some really beautiful friendships while in Costa Rica. So I had some intimate spaces where I was held and supported, which is the thing that I really didn't actually have the first time that this had happened. I didn't have the same support that I genuinely needed. And so the fears that I was, the fears and the beliefs that I was committed, committed to changing were letting go of the story that men equals money letting go of the story that a relationship makes me successful, letting go of the story that I need to have it all together in order to help other people and letting go of the belief that says I need to be feeling a certain way in order to manifest. And I was so fucking committed to that, that I ended up having a $20,000 cash month. And that's, I mentioned this on a previous podcast episode. So this is kind of what was going on behind the scenes at this point in time. And the big cash month 
like I have had sales that were over $20,000, but the difference is, is like, it was a sale. It wasn't like this injection of cash where I'm receiving this like lump sum of money. And it was because my nervous system, my body, my capacity didn't have the ability to hold that frequency and to hold that energy. And I thought it was because I was emotional or I was sad or I was low vibe or whatever the fuck. And I wasn't really allowing the space for my humanness, my humanness to exist and also hold the abundance and hold the frequency of money. But the thing is, is about money is that it doesn't actually equate to happiness and it doesn't actually equate to just feeling good all the time because even rich people, even very highly successful people, they're still human. They still have emotions. They still have sad days. They still like, they experience stuff. They have problems. And so the association that says, well, if I have the money or I need to be a certain way and feel a certain way in order to have the money, or once I have the money, then I'll feel a certain way is what's preventing you from actually manifesting it. So What I really did is I worked with the traumas as they arose versus feeling like I had to do one or the other. I don't have to fix and heal myself in order to hold more. I can expand myself while also, while also healing the ruptures and healing the trauma. And that has come through being in these very sacred intentional containers and learning new tools and new methods and processing things while also having these these people in place to hold me through it and I think I can honestly say that I don't think I'd be at this point now in my business and in my journey without the support systems that I've had along the way and so now what I'm working on is really honoring myself for where I'm at versus being in this I need to get to this certain place in order to X, Y, and Z, or I need to make all this money right away so then I can finally chill. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking chill while I'm making money and I'm going to create content while I'm relaxing and I'm going to honor my flow and I'm going to honor my emotions and I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to listen to myself and I'm going to listen to my intuition. And this level of self-trust has come through years of experience and a lot of stuff and challenges and failures and mistakes and lessons along the way. And it's also come through really letting myself experience and letting myself actually go into it versus running from it or hiding from it because I'm triggered or because I'm scared or because something's coming up. And instead letting myself really evolve and expand as I'm going through it, if that makes sense. It's, it's a very interesting experience that I'm trying to put into words. <laughs> but um, anyways, where I'm at right now in my personal process is... I am feeling very, very grounded in my sense of self. I'm feeling very like established in my business. And it's a point that I thought was so far away, but I feel very certain of my mission and my vision and my people that I am supporting and that I'm helping. And so I have this really deep sense of trust that like everything's working and I'm taking the actions required and I'm believing so big in myself and I'm taking these risks and I'm not waiting until circumstances align in order for me to jump into and towards what I want and I'm healing myself along the way instead of having to take these big ass fucking hiatuses. So right now I'm in the midst of healing from some really severe adrenal fatigue, some burnout and a lot of 
um, PTSD and like completely honest, it's been challenging. Um, in this body work session yesterday, I learned that my nervous system is still mostly in fight or flight, even after doing a lot of work. And so that's something that I'm actively working on healing and regulating, but not waiting until I'm healed and regulated. And so I wanted to share this with anybody who has been through some major shit and you might be going through some major shit right now. And I just want to acknowledge that like, I see you and it's hard and it's fucking intense sometimes. And that even while you're in it, that you still are worthy. You're still worthy of the life that you want and that you're always going to be in it to some degree. And I really want to invite you to honor your process with compassion and curiosity and love and ease versus this pressure or expectation that you have on yourself and just letting yourself be the human that you are while you build the business that you dream of. So that is all I have to say for today. Oh my goodness. This was like a 30 minute off the top of my head podcast. I just talked on Instagram stories for probably the last 10 minutes, 20 minutes as well. So there's something flowing through me and it all came after a day of rest. And so this also little nugget that I'm going to add in there is like, if you're feeling stumped in creativity, like creatively constipated, let yourself fucking relax. It's like pushing it is not going to help. <laughs> it's like, you're going to give yourself a fucking hemorrhoid. You're going to blow your brain up and it's not going to feel good. So let yourself relax, like drink some tea, chill outside, like lay in bed all day, do whatever you got to do. And like, trust, like trust, 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 because in the space of openness is when you're most receptive. It's not when you're trying to make it happen. It's when you're relaxed. And so the more that you relax, the more you will receive. (sighs) Okay. Big deep breath. Thank you for joining me. I love you. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have the most spectacular, nourishing rest of your day. And if this resonated and you want to share, please do so. Don't feel any obligations to. But I just want to say that like, you guys subscribing and rating and sharing the podcast helps so much, not only with like me and the podcast growing, but also like sharing this energy and sharing this message and allowing more people to experience this. And that's my greatest intention is to help, help the world heal and help change the fucking world. One, one lesson, one moment, one experience in person and conversation at a time. So I really hope that this supported you in whatever ways that it did. And I'm always here if you ever need someone just to fucking chat with or, um, do want to dive into a coaching container with me. I'm very open. Um, and I, I'm very excited just for life and you being here. So I love you and I will see you on the next episode.